0: LRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Catingill.
1: Hello, sports fans. Whoa, hello there.
0: Local sports, national sports. The G Cat has got you covered.
1: Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend.
0: Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the sports hangover with Gus Catingill.
1: Check it out, George.
2: What's going on? Happy Tuesday. I am not Gus Cattengale, and I'm happy for that. I'm just kidding. Gus is out today. Aaron Summers and I holding down the fort here inside the Oxford Sports Performance Center, home of your Pelicans and Saints, and joining us for the first few segments, Todd Graffinini, and Radio Voice of your New Orleans Pelicans. If you are living under a rock, tonight's a big night for your New Orleans Pelicans, the best of both worlds, a playoff team, that is in the NBA lottery, courtesy of good friends in Los Angeles, the Los Angeles Lakers. Aaron, how are you feeling? This is a big night for the Pelicans. I'm, I'm pretty pumped up. I'm feeling
3: pretty excited. I mean, things just seem to continue to go our way as the season progressed. So why not tonight, too? Why not just go out there and get that number one pick?
2: Are you superstitious at all? No. No Lucky socks or holding a bobblehead. You light sage in your apartment. I what?
3: No, I, I wouldn't trust myself to do that. <laughs> um, but no, I'm not superstitious. I definitely will be watching, for and probably be very nervous once it starts happening. But I, I'm feeling good right now. All
2: right, you're a good luck charm. This is your first year here and already a playoff appearance. Yeah. So if it comes with a number one pick, lifetime contract will be signed tomorrow. Let's go. I don't have any control of that, but I will make one up and make sure that Aaron is here if she's able to provide a number one pick. Todd Grafnini, you feel, I feel like you're pretty superstitious.
4: I am, uh, probably the most superstitious person you will meet, but I, I don't have anything going for the lottery. First of all, it's great to see y'all. The band is back together at Damn. least for, uh, for a couple segments here. I was thinking about this, Daniel. Is this the end of our season or the beginning of next season. That's a great tonight.
2: question. I don't think my brain is ready for that type of I I know
4: I'm going it. a little deep here in the first segment, but is, th- is this the capper of this, you know, playoff run ending with the ping pong balls tonight? Or is this the start of next year, which obviously is going to be a very anticipated off season for your New
3: Orleans Pelicans? I think it's a capper because okay. it, it, so much of it was you know, determined on how the last season ended with the Lakers and Good the way point. that their season ended, and so it's kind of like the icing on the cake here.
2: Okay, well, I think, I'll go with that. See, I'm going with the beginning. You think so? Because this this draft pick is for the start, but next season. But what is the
4: actual draft pick would be the start of next season.
2: Yes, true. Sure. Yes. I get Aaron, I get Aaron's point because it is based <laughs> on results from last season, but I think this is kind of I think we put a bow on our season when. Okay. The season end.
4: I, I think I'm going with. I think I'm going. This is the end of the season. Tonight. Tonight.
2: Oh, yeah. See, I'm saying this is the beginning of next year. Right. Right. No, I'm gonna yeah, go. Well, go yeah. We don't agree with you. Right. Yes. That's fine. I'm hosting, so <laughs> <laughs> whether you agree with me or not. I'm just kidding. No, I think that's the beauty of it. Um, I think this is the start of what could be a really huge year for the Pelicans, as you mentioned, Todd. And the fact that you are here, because Jim and I do a draft lottery preview every year, and we say every year. We don't want to be doing these every year because that means we're not in the playoffs. But we're doing this this season after the Pelicans made the playoffs. And so we'll go over everything as far as the numbers, the ping-pong ball combinations. It's a very confusing process. I I tried to break it down for you at lunch yesterday.
4: Um, uh, I'm I, not having any of it. I was told there would be no math <laughs> during the off season, So uh I, I'm going to leave it up to the experts. I, I'm just ready to see. And by the way, we did we determine... Because I think this is another thing that you got to put out, Daniel, for the public. Are we looking for a Lakers card tonight or a Pelicans card tonight?
3: I think it's going to be a Lakers card, from what I've heard.
2: I think it's going to be a Pelicans one. <laughs> really? <laughs> because here's my only reasoning behind okay. that. When they listed who's going to be at the lottery, the Lakers are not represented there. So I think they realized you the have a odds
3: pol- are so much in our favor. Yes, to keep this that they're pit. like
2: genie bus. Magic Johnson, Don't even bother. Magic, stick to your glorious tweeting that you do, saying that you really enjoy Jason Tata's playoff run or whatever it is. So
4: even though it is technically the Lakers' pick, we are looking for a Pelicans logo tonight.
2: Yes, because if it doesn't go to us, which that's when I throw something in my house, it would go to the Memphis Grizzlies. So the Lakers Another do not get thing no matter like what.
4: Another reason to dislike
2: Memphis. Well, I mean, there's plenty of reasons to not True. like any of these so
3: guys. is Memphis represented tonight?
2: No. I think they basically have just come to the conclusion that this is the Pelicans pick. It's a 0.4% chance, and Aaron and Jim broke it down on Pelicans.com with the mobile app yesterday as well. Um, they broke it down a lot better than I'm doing right now. So, um, But, yeah, 0.4% chance. So I think they just said, come on in, New Orleans. Throw some shade at the Lakers one more time. And I like then can, it. And then, but we can do that all day long, which we will. So if you want to chime in, give us a call, 800-998-1003, 800-998-1003. We'll check in with the intern, I guess, the graduate, Jordan Clebear. Congratulations to him. We'll check in on how the real world is for him in his first couple of days.
4: It's a harsh reality.
2: Exactly. You could follow the, sh- the station on Twitter, at ESPN New Orleans, at Radio NOLA's away. And Jordan already doing the work with two poll questions out, so we'll get those out right now. Who you got tonight? Keep in mind, this leads up to Eastern Conference Finals game number one between the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat. And the other question, what do you expect to happen in the NBA draft lottery tonight? I also have some other things I want to ask you, the listeners, if you want to chime in and call throughout the whole show. Some of this we'll get into with Jim, but the questions I'll pose and maybe I'll pose to you in our next segment, I'll give you some time to think about it. If the Pelicans don't win the lottery, who would you want to win the lottery? Who would you want... To have that number one pick if the Pelicans don't.
3: Okay, so I don't really want anybody to. So If it's, you it's had like to
2: choose someone.
3: Who I would be okay with.
2: Okay, that's that works too. Okay. Who would you be okay with? What's the one team that you don't want getting the number one? But like, absolutely throw everything in your house because this is ridiculous. So I'll let, save, save your answers.
3: Oh, I just know what grass I know. To pick.
2: <laughs> and then also, which team needs the number one pick the most? And granted, everyone in the lottery, not everyone, needs it. But if there's a team that's like, boy, if they get it, they could sure use that right now. And I have the teams here so you all can look at the sheet. I have a couple of them. Actually, if I start them on here, you can't look at it because you'll be cheating. Um But think about that. And if you want to chime in again, 800-998-1003. Think about those questions because we all want the Pelicans to get the number one pick. But right. that might not happen. 6% chance, which was, I believe, the same chances the Pelicans had when they got Zion Williamson yes. in 2019.
3: So So it's... Houston, Orlando, Detroit, Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. Indiana, Portland, Sacramento, New Orleans, the Spurs, Washington, New York Knicks, and Charlotte that all have a chance.
2: They have a chance, like Dumb and Dumber. So you're
4: saying there's a chance,
2: exactly, exactly. So some teams have a one percent chance. Some teams, and again, Jim Ikonava is going to join us in the one o'clock hour. He'll give us the nuts and bolts about the combinations and what they mean, what the process is actually like tonight as David Griffin will be in a room for three hours without a cell phone, talking to all the other GMs, laughing at them for him being there tonight. And so we'll go over that as well. Aaron has plenty to bring to the table today as far as Saints coverage goes. Mm -hmm. You've been all over whether it's rookie minicamp, whether it's the golf tournament yesterday, It's been a a interesting couple of days. Also, the signing of Jarvis Jarvis Landry, we can't forget about, was in that very chair that Aaron's sitting in over the weekend. So lots of Saints news to talk about, too, as well, Aaron.
3: Yeah, it's been a really fun time. You know, we stopped the Pelican season maybe a week and a half ago and rolled right into the NFL draft and then camp and now, you know, just kind of free agency and signing a couple more players and things are looking good for the Saints.
4: Yeah, I, I was thinking about this you know, over the weekend, too, while all the Saints signings were going on, because obviously I do a lot of stuff with the Saints, too, and I'll be working minicamp and training camp. But I, I, I really can't think of a time where both franchises at the same time yeah. have so much promise going into their respective off seasons. I mean, we've got the potential. You know, starting really in late July and August when training camp starts to have, you know, eight months of just outstanding times here with with Saints, and then of course the Pelicans will overlap. You know, when the Pelts start our our season in in mid October, mid to late October, the Saints' season will be in full swing, and you know both are going to be going at the same time. So I mean, it, it could get a lot of fun in this city over the next, you know, up until from late July until hopefully yeah. hopefully this time next year we're still playing.
2: Yeah, hopefully we're busy during this time and we're not filling in for Gus because uh, we can We'll be not filling in for On lottery night. On lottery night. Yeah, lottery night we'll be leading into Pelicans and another team yeah. next year. Hopefully that is the case. But um, that's the thing I was actually going to ask you. So great minds think light as far as the optimism from both sides. Um, but it feels like, Aaron, and we'll get into more later on, but how drastically the wide receiver core and the outlook for the Saints has changed based on the drafting of Chris Olave, the addition of Jarvis Landry, Michael Thomas coming back. You went from now you have Jameis Winston back at quarterback. The options for Jameis with a guy like Marcus Callaway was your potentially your number one option last year to now being your fourth option. I mean the embarrassment of riches it seems like for the Saints could could really affect where they are. Come come next year, as far as the standings are concerned.
3: That was definitely an area of frustration for the fans last season and during this off season, You know, people were wondering, who are we going to pick up for wide receivers? We need more options out there. Even if Michael Thomas comes back completely healthy and he's as good as he has been in the past, you need other people because everyone's just going to key in on Thomas out there. Well, now you you can't focus on any one of these options when you have Michael Thomas, Chris Olave. And Jarvis Landry out there because there's going to be somebody else that's open. You know, there's going to be a lot of opportunities for this offense to be dual threat as far as run game, depending what happens with Alvin Kamara and then Jameis Winston and, and how he's able to really throw the ball.
4: And, and I'm glad you mentioned Jameis because that's the thing that I'm most excited about going in and just not the addition of the wide receivers, Aaron, but now, I mean, you think about last summer, and you weren't here until after training camp. It was all quarterback battle. It was Jameis Winston versus Taysom Hill. It was Taysom Hill versus Jameis Winston. I was at every practice, and that was the storyline. You did not know who the starting quarterback was as late as the third preseason game, mm-hmm. which Jameis then won the job uh, in the Superdome. Um, that's not the case now. You know Jameis Winston is a starting quarterback. He's going to get most – I mean, he's going to get all the starters reps. So Absolutely. he's going to have a very good opportunity now to work with these wide receivers as much as he possibly can and not have to split the reps, uh which he basically did last summer with, with Taysom Hill because – One day Jameis worked with the ones, the next day Taysom did. They flip-flopped every practice. That's not going to be the case this year.
3: And speaking of Taysom Hill, he knows what his role is going to be as well, and he's going to slide right back into that utility knife, the tight end, and be a really good option for the Saints offensively. It's been interesting talking to some of the rookies, you know, Chris Olave said that he's been in close contact with Michael Thomas. Both of the Ohio State University have been talking a lot about what they want to do, working out together. And then Jarvis Landry continually brought up Jameis Winston and how much they have been talking since even before the signing became official. So it's just really cool to hear all of them already talking about what they're going to do together, how they want to play together, getting excited about this season.
2: Before we go to break, And this question kind of bases off what we experienced during the Pelican season. And I know when totals have started to come out, everyone likes to bet. Are people still underrating, undervaluing the Saints and what they've done this offseason? Because I think people forget about the defense, too. This defense kept the Saints in the playoff push last year. You had Marcus May. You had Tyron Matthew. You had a really good defense as well. I think running back is probably the biggest piece of the puzzle left for the Saints, but are are people not really noticing what the Saints have done, or does it really matter at this point? I
4: I personally don't care what anybody <laughs> else says, but I have noticed as of late the Saints are getting a lot more national love than they have okay. uh, in quite some time, and I think people are noticing. So are like, noticing I, I, like I said, I yeah. could give a rip what anybody on ESPN says about Either of our franchises personally, but, um, you got to think about this. The Saints won nine games last year and for many weeks, it was a struggle to even get a first down. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it there's, uh, I mean, never, I'm knocking on, we have we're going, we're talking about yeah. superstitions. I just knocked on wood, yeah. but it, the offense just is not going to be as, impotent if you will as it was a year ago it just it, it's not going to be because you've got the you've got more weapons now and you've got a quarterback who has been through it he knows the offense and he's going to be hopefully 100 percent which by all accounts he is
3: yeah yesterday I was talking to Troy Aikman and Joe Buck the new duo for well the excuse Night me I mean yeah um, <laughs> <summers>. <laughs> And I was just them, texting with them. Well, they had two of our games this year: yeah. first with the Ravens, and then um at the Bucks. And so it was kind of, well, "What do you think the possibility of the Saints winning the NFC South is?" And they said, "Absolutely possible because the Saints always have the Bucks number. For some reason, they played really well against Brady. The thing that it will come down to is." What do we see from Jameis Winston? And that's what they kept going back to. We know the defense is going to be good. We know Dennis Allen will have that side of the ball solidified. It's all about what Winston is able to do as a leader of this team.
4: And wouldn't you know it, the schedule makers have done it again. I'm already pacing. We're opening up in Atlanta. In Atlanta, opening day. Tampa Bay, week two. In the dome, week three. In Carolina, three division games right out of the uh, right out of the gate, and two of them on the road.
2: You'll kind of know where you are. should be interesting. But fans, what do you think? What do you think about the Saints as far as the outlook, the national perspective? And is this the most optimistic you've been about these two teams at the same time? 800-998-1003. Or you can tweet us at ESPN Radio Nola. More conversation when we come back. We'll talk more about tonight's NBA Draft Lottery. You're listening to the Sports Hangover on your flagship station for Pelicans basketball, ESPN New Orleans 100.3 FM.
0: Homa. RTC, ETEL, and Vision have always led the way in communications. A network
5: built for every possibility. Internet, TV, voice, and security. And now we're moving faster than ever before, propelling us forward into the future. That's what we call Revolution. And the Revolution is closer than you think. RTC, ETEL, and Vision are now Rev. New name, same company. Learn more at Let'sRev.com.
1: El Paso Mexican Grill and Steakhouse, Highway 1 and Raceland features fantastic, authentic Mexican food and steaks. They have great lunch specials Monday to Fridays, plus enjoy happy hour from 3 to 7 p.m. with two for one margaritas. And on Fridays, it's two for one margaritas from open to close, plus live music on Friday evenings. El Paso Mexican Food and Steakhouse on Highway 1 Raceland.
0: 106 miles to Chicago tank of gas half a pack of cigarettes it's dark and we're wearing sunglasses
2: hit it
1: now back to the sports hangover with
2: gus cattengau no goosey today daniel salerson aaron summers todd Graf and with you from the auctioner sports performance center on campus for your pelicans and saints again if you want to chime in 800-998-1003 there are some poll questions out but i wanted to add a third one to the mix again is this the most optimistic you have felt about both teams at the same time 800-998-1003 also who you got tonight we'll get into that next segment boston or miami eastern conference finals game number one that'll be after the nba draft lottery and then also what do you expect to happen in the nba draft lottery We've what the kind of wide open for you there do you expect the ping pong balls to shoot out and no one's a winner or do you think they postpone it? Whatever. Um, Let's go to Todd and Aaron. As far as the three questions I brought up that Jim and I discussed yesterday on the Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek. Let's go to Aaron. Shameless plug. uh, Shameless plug. Um, Let's start with the question I had first. Which team, if the Pelicans don't win the number one pick, which team would you be okay with getting the number one pick? Aaron, I'll start with you.
3: I don't know really why, but I'm okay with the Pacers getting the pick. Okay, it's a.
2: I have them in one of my other questions, so I'll. Okay. I'll go with you there.
3: All right. Yeah. I mean, they just seem like such a non-threat. I guess, <laughs> and they don't really bother me. I I don't think they have a lot to work with on the court as it is. They seem like they're kind of falling apart last year, so. They're you the know, guy in
2: the friend zone that you can always rely yeah, on. Yeah, like you know? let them,
3: they let him pick somebody up and see if they can get it together mm-hmm. a little bit.
2: They're their old friend. You can have the number one pick this yeah. year, okay, Todd? So, yeah, I know you'll be never okay with any of these teams. Kenny, I,
4: I, us, I, I know that I am officially, you know, as deep now in the Pelicans organization as I have been after three years now as my fandom for the Saints now because I have uh, slowly learned in the National Basketball Association now uh after phoenix eliminated us i like nobody mm-hmm. um so i will uh i'm going to go any team in the east i i wh- whoever just nobody in the west that that's that's something that could be a threat sure. if you will right. to the pelicans so I- if any team in the east wins it i'm good with it orlando detroit um or indiana you know indiana's probably my my favorite basketball venue uh as far as in the nba so i wouldn't mind seeing them uh win the lottery but it, it, just nobody in the west but I've got a more specific team I know you're going to get into that in a second yeah,
2: good old Gamebridge Fieldhouse correct there in, in Indianapolis they changed names more than any other I'm just kidding they're actually not one of the ones that change a lot I'm going with Orlando I always have a soft place in my heart for the Orlando Magic getting me my start in radio so you a can thank them over there you can thank Saber them plug. for, for yeah. me being here so you can probably write him a nasty note as well afterwards but Uh, I think an organization that has some young talent, I think this will kind of give the fans that, okay, we got the number one pick, add them with the young talent they have with Cole Anthony um, and others. uh, Franz Wagner, who was incredible for them, could have probably got more votes for Rookie of the Year. That young core, I think, could elevate that fan base because it's been tough for them. They made the playoffs a few years ago, but really haven't had that consistent playoff run since Dwight Howard was there in Orlando, which seems like a very long time. All right. I'll start with you, Todd, just to get the anger over with. Which team do you absolutely not want to win the lottery tonight? Very simple.
4: The San Antonio Spurs. I think that's fairly... The able. Pop
3: Roaches. If you've ever listened to any of our broadcasts, yeah. you know the, I would say, love that you have for the Spurs. I would have said
4: the Lakers, but we're actually rooting for that pick tonight. But... um but yes, no, the San Antonio Spurs absolutely must not, cannot win the lottery. You don't need we don't need them getting any better.
2: Is that the same for you, San Antonio?
3: Uh I mean, so I'm I tend to think of this as okay, the team that has the least amount of odds or percentage or mm-hmm. capability of getting it shouldn't be the one to get it. Yeah. Because obviously that means they're the best team already. For sure. So that would be Charlotte. Um But the Knicks are right behind them, and you know how we all feel about the Knicks. Ooh, that's a good one. So you know the Knicks have a two point or two percent chance to get the number one pick. So you know they're kind of in what was it? As well.
4: Who put the tweet out today? So somebody put out a tweet that the Knicks haven't improved their position in like 17, seventeen years. Yeah, seventeen consecutive years. Yeah. At some point, that's going to change. I mean, just Maybe the law not. of averages.
3: The other team that I would say though that has a good chance would be Houston. I don't really cuz they have a good young no, core. That's and a tough. that's a good one. They've You're been taking all been, my answers here. Yeah I, mean, yeah, I mean it's been hard for us against them just Houston, we're very similar. Houston. Oh,
4: man, they're 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 that's tough to thinking. figure out. I mean, Stephen Silas when he got that job, he really had nothing to work with. They actually do have talent. Right. Um and adding another young piece to that talent, the the problem I had with Houston This year, not that it was a problem for us because, you know, towards the end of the year, we handled them pretty, pretty well. Um, They're just I never saw any type of structure or direction with that talent. It it was basically back and forth down the floor, just playing a million miles an hour and, you know, make a lot of threes, outscore your opponent. And I, I just did not see a whole lot of structure to them. So I don't know if adding another piece is going to help that. Um, but I mean, thing about the NBA, Daniels, you well know, I mean, it's the more talent you got, the better chance you have on a night in and night out basis winning games. And
2: they did all this without John Wall. Correct. They still <laughs> have to figure out the John Wall situation. I just, I just
4: thought Matt Thomas, who is the radio voice of the Houston Rockets, who's a pretty good friend of mine, he used to do the Houston Cougars and moved on. Uh, I, I mean, if we had an hour and we called him up and he could just go on a John Wall soliloquy, I mean, my goodness gracious, they paid that guy $40 million this year and he did not play one
0: second.
2: That's a whole other discussion as far as how the NBA deals with these types of situations, but that's going to be another situation that they'll have to solve and maybe what team will be willing to take on that contract um, with him being with the So, Everyone's taken every answer that I thought I was going to be able to use. So I'm going to go throw out a couple of teams here um, that maybe no one really thought about. Well, actually, I'll go with one first. I'm going to start with Oklahoma City. Because of how many draft picks they have and their process of not doing anything close to trying to win basketball games, their players do on the court. Whoever they put on the court, they play hard every night. But I do not want this team. They have two lottery picks. Most likely, if the Clippers stay at that twelfth spot, I think. Anyways, no matter what, they're getting the Clippers pick at number twelve. So they could have a top four pick and the number twelve, along with their twenty thousand other picks. I don't want one of those being another number one pick.
4: That's a good call. And at what point does ownership take the reins off of Oklahoma City? I mean, how many years are you going to allow this? Because look, I mean, is Shea Shea Gilgis Alexander is one of the. Great young players yeah. mm-hmm. in the game. How long is he going to stay in Oklahoma City? Right. It's like, I can't keep doing this. I mean, you have they're to show wasting him, that him. They're
2: building around him, and right, right now they're not. They're showing. They have young talent. Josh Giddy is one of those guys. Giddy's a
4: Giddy. I mean, we saw him. That was it. That's a triple double yeah. guy. Each yeah. and every, and he did not play like a rookie, which he was. Now he played professionally in Australia, but still, Giddy w- was his. Of young players we have seen all year long that is two really really good players in Oklahoma City and here they are in the lottery again because they're just not taking the regular season seriously yeah.
2: and I think the time frame for them too is there's no urgency with them mm-hmm. I think this could be another couple of years of this
3: well the other thing is uh Detroit they are in this, the same position as they were last year they got the number one pick last year so I, I don't know. Is it okay if they get it again? That did was my they other didn't Do one. anything with it?
2: That was my <laughs> other team. That I, I don't want. I don't think any team deserves it back to back years. I don't care if they finished yeah. last both years. Um, again, with part of the tanking. Now you saying
4: you don't want them because they don't deserve it to have back to back years? Well, like, technically, I mean, were they tanking? They weren't tanking. Do you think they were tank? I don't. I don't think they were tanking. When's
2: the last time they've been competitive.
4: Well, it's been a while, but I mean, they do have That's the best. What I mean, they did. Yeah. They do have the best media room uh, spread in the
2: NBA. That's not what we're voting on Oh, okay. I just wish If we're voting on that, they need to win the NBA Finals every year. That would be my vote. They're my I MVP. I really
3: liked the soft serve, though, at the
2: Crypto.com Arena. The good spring. call. Good the call. They calls. might be number two. They might be number two because they also have cold brew. They uh, do. We, I think one show, will just do a ranking. So the All right, focus, room. focus, people. Right. Focus, when focus. When refocus. On.
4: <laughs> Back on the track.
2: All right, last question for you, and then we'll go to break and talk some playoffs. Which team do you feel like Needs this number one pick the most. Like if you they get it, you're like, oh, good for them. Kind of like, um, what you were talking about earlier. Which one are you like, that's good. They 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 probably could use that, right? Sacramento. Now. See, I would just, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I like, mean, they're, they're I kind of funny to me.
3: I can't. I just can't like wrap my head no, around this. It's
4: just
2: sixty years. Of man, curb, of, curb your enthusiasm noise, uh, theme song back behind them. They need it. They do need it desperately. They, and
4: by the way, Alvin Gentry is now in the front office.
2: We're, and we were just talking about that at lunch. He's yesterday. like a social Today, media
3: we
4: Vice ambassador. We, we literally were, were talking engagement. at lunch. Me, Daniel, and Jim were talking about where Alvin was going to end up. And we found out yeah. a, an hour we, and a half later. We manifested Alvin Gentry's correct, job. Correct, <laughs> correct. So, you're welcome, Alvin. So, So,
2: Sacramento? I'm going to say Sacramento. Aaron?
3: It does sound like a made up job. But, um, (laughs) Sacramento is is. definitely a good, a good, I guess that's a good choice. Maybe Portland because I like Josh Hart. Right. And I'd be happy for him to have somebody to play with.
4: Oh, 40 point a game, Josh Hart. All
2: right. Here's my team. And you brought them up earlier the Indiana Pacers, a consistent playoff team for quite some time. And the last couple of years have been a struggle. They traded DeMontis Sabonis. They have some young pieces in Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald. Um I think for them, as you mentioned, they've kind of just been laying back. They've been consistently a playoff team but never mm-hmm. got over the hump. But now there's really no star there that you're like, hey, come see. You're not saying, here's My- come see Miles Turner in the pace. There's no disrespect to Miles Turner, but you're not going. Yeah. He's not a guy that's going to put butts in the seats. I think if you're going to rebuild a team like Indiana, which is a huge basketball I'm town.
4: i literally going to say, I mean, you can't ask for a better basketball city yeah, than Indianapolis. Yeah,
2: I think they would benefit, might be the most out of this one for, for the number one pick. So, but that's all not going to matter because the Pelicans will get it tonight. Boom,
4: baby. And Let's then, go. and
2: then we'll, we'll figure it out from there. So draft lottery tonight, 7 p.m. Central on ESPN leading up to Celtics and Heat. Again, if you want to chime in, 800-98-1003. A few poll questions out. Who do you got tonight? Miami and Boston. Also, what do you expect tonight from the draft? You can also chime in on ESPN Radio NOLA on Twitter. And then the third question, is this the most optimistic you've been about both teams at the same time? We'll talk about the NBA playoffs, which begin tonight, the conference finals. That's all yours next on ESPN New Orleans 100.3 FM.
1: Your life is mobile. So is your bank. As a State Bank and Trust Company account holder, you can check your balances, view transactions, transfer funds, and pay bills anywhere or anytime with State Bank and Trust Company's online banking or mobility app. Call or stop by any State Bank and Trust location for all the details. State Bank and Trust Company. Cajun Banking. Serve just the way you like it. Member FDIC. Is knee
4: pain keeping you from living your best life? Get back into the swing of things with a
2: robotic-assisted knee replacement from Thibodeau Regional Health System. Robotic-assisted knee replacement means greater precision and a joint replacement
4: that's customized to your anatomy. And this could mean less pain and a quicker recovery. Most importantly, it can mean improving your quality of life.
1: Learn more at Thibodeau.com. Even with the convenience of Uber and Lyft, king-size accidents can happen in a rideshare. If you've been injured in a rideshare crash, ring the king at 909-KING. Not all kids with crooked teeth
0: can afford braces. Luckily, there's donated orthodontic services from the American Association of Orthodontists. Kids who qualify can be matched with a volunteer orthodontist. Visit aaoinfo.org. Keyshawn.
1: Jay Will. And Max, Now I look at Ron Rivera, and I look at the commanders, and I say, Carson Wentz, was he just a placeholder? Because there's a part of me that looks at Taylor Heineke, and I'm thinking, man, I kind of like what I see from Taylor Heineke more so than what I see from Carson Wentz. I see the influence in how Taylor Heineke fights for it, and I see the way other people don't respond to Carson Wentz. That makes me worried about his leadership. G.J. and Max, mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app.
0: The Men that like to talk. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN1003.com.
2: Daniel Sallerson, Aaron Summers, Todd Mimi holding down the floor. Gus taking the day off. I don't know if it's like Ferris Bueller's day off, and he's going to catch a ball game, going to
3: golfing, drive
2: a car around, whatever he's going to do, play hooky. Nonetheless, we are happy that you are making us a part of your day. If you want to chime in, 800 998 Also, you can tweet at us at ESPN Radio Knoll. There have been a couple of responses to what do you expect tonight in the NBA draft lottery. The Pels are going to get a top three pick. I like that optimism. And our good friend Ollie Cosell from the Bird Ride says, when it's revealed that the Lakers' 2022 first-rounder is sliding down a spot to ninth, Swin tries like hell to maintain a genuine smile, <laughs> but we soon see a hint of dissatisfaction. I don't know if it's going to be as as bad as the dissatisfaction last year when in, she was on Zoom in her reaction when the <laughs> Pelicans stayed at their draft pick um at number 10, but uh we'll see tonight as the Pelicans... uh We'll get the Lakers pick as long as it stays in the top 10. Again, Jim Eichenhoff will join us in the 1 o'clock hour to discuss kind of the nuts and bolts of the NBA draft lottery. In our 2 o'clock hour, Gary Smith, who covers the Tulane Greenway, will discuss the parting of ways with head coach Travis Jewett of the baseball team. So we'll go through that. I'm not going to bring it up here with Todd Graffinini because we like to have fun on the show. So let's talk about the NBA playoffs, Todd and Aaron, let's. as we are down to the Final Four in the East tonight. It will be the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat in South Beach. And then tomorrow will begin the Golden State Warriors and the Dallas Mavericks. Aaron, are you surprised that these four teams are the four teams left in the NBA playoffs?
3: I'm not necessarily surprised. I am, you know, I still... I think it's interesting that the Heat have just kind of coasted throughout the entire season and just through the playoffs, and they've just not been a team that's been talked about that much. They've just been consistently good, and it's going to be interesting to see them match up against Boston. I think that they play different styles. It's definitely going to be a fun series.
4: Just to piggyback on that, Aaron, I mean, can you think of a lesser-talked-about number-one seed in the playoffs in the Miami Heat? I mean, no. can anybody out there name three players on the Miami Heat other than Jimmy Butler? I mean, think about we it. Can, but well, yeah. no, I mean, not in this room. <laughs> I'm just talking in general. I mean, the, one of their go-to guys is Max Struess. Yes. I mean, think about that. It sounds like a breakfast dish. It, it just, have the Max you know, Struess. now Tyler Heroes had a, had a great year, sixth man of the year, but they don't have household names in their lineup. They just continue to win. But, uh, you know, I've been asked this question a bunch in the last couple of weeks. Who I thought was going to win it all, and I've said it then, and I'm going to continue it. I think Boston's going to win it all. I do. Uh, I just think they're the most they're the most complete team. They defend the heck out of the basketball. Mm-hmm. And if Grant Williams is making seven threes, I mm-hmm. mean, my goodness gracious, they made twenty threes in in game seven. They made twenty threes. I think they made twenty one actually. 21 or 22. Will, will Grant
2: Williams get 16 threes to attempt? He took now. 17. 17. He well, then, then nobody guarded yeah, him. I know. They made a pay, and he made a pay.
4: But They I dared mean, him. I, I just I think but no matter who comes out of the West, I think Boston's going to win it all. Yeah. I do.
3: I mean, Miami shoots the three at the best clip in the NBA, and they're very efficient from outside.
4: Well, their best three-point shooter can't even get on the court.
2: Well, you might see that change. I mean, that was a matchup, I think, yeah,
4: That's Duncan him, Robinson, right. by the way.
2: Who is not the best defender. And again, if he, if he's slumping, then what do you have him out there for?
3: I mean, Tyler Hero, though, would not be the sixth man for most teams in the NBA. He wouldn't be coming off the bench. No.
2: He's one of those guys that kind of fills that role. There's guys, certain guys that are fully capable of being starters but just seem to be more comfortable coming off the bench. It's kind of a rhythm thing with some guys. I mean, look at Jamal Crawford, who did it for so many years in the NBA shooting threes. He could start anywhere, including his own team, but it was just kind of molded into him that he was going to be that guy that was coming off the bench. I, I agree with both of you as far as Miami and how much you're not talked about, but I think that's what Eric spolster likes. Yep, He's no a question. guy that does not want the attention. And it's like you can keep overlooking us, but when you have Bam Adebayo down low, mm-hmm. the injury status of Robert Williams, can Al Horford hang with him? I mean, Bam Adebayo is a different animal than what Boston was dealing I know they deal- dealt with Giannis, so you have that. And Brooke Lopez is more of a floor spacer, but Bam can kind of do it all. And offensively, it's hard to get inside the paint with him.
4: And I think Milwaukee found out as the series went on and as the rounds continued how difficult it was to win without Chris Middleton. Yeah. Because they didn't have any any type of three-point. I mean, Drew struggled. Drew Holiday struggled. Uh, what was the point? The differential in threes in Game 7 was, was an all-time right? It was like 4-22. to 22. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that's, that's what Chris Middleton does. He, he's, he is a three point threat and they just didn't have it. They did not make enough shots. And of course, you know, it's, you, you gotta make shots, especially when it got down to a game seven. I want to talk about Phoenix though.
2: All right. Let's go
3: to the West. (laughs) They're not even in here.
4: Boo freaking who. Let's talk about, (laughs) we'll,
2: we'll put a bow on game seven. Let's, let's do that. How shocked I was to just watch that unfold. Luka Doncic, the same amount of points as the Suns. In the first half. One, does this – CP3 is getting all the attention. Does this fall squarely on him or no. is this in – No. Because it seems like, again, the national you know You want to you, know
4: you want to blame? Jose Alvarado.
3: He just completely rattled the entire
2: Phoenix Suns. He wore him out. You remember when we talked about – That was about, a tired
4: basketball team at the end. Remember
2: when we yeah. talked about game six when we were outside, Aaron, with Gus, how important Phoenix wants to end this in six – because can you imagine if that went seven and then oh, yeah. had to play Dallas, the legs on Chris Paul.
4: You you could you could actually argue that the Pels winning Game Two and or Game Four was the difference in the Phoenix Suns not advancing in the Western Conference you know, Finals. The because, absolutely that, seri- broke that. because yes. that series because that series went six two on the road. That that that's you know <laughs> you think back to Game Two where we made seventeen threes. Right and you're thinking, this is a waterfall of threes for the Pelicans, and that was our season high. That was, one of, that was the game that we had been talking about all year long. Wouldn't it be great if we had one of those quarters that everything we put up went in, and that was the quarter, the fourth quarter of game two, and ultimately might have been the undoing of the Phoenix Suns when you're talking about the effort that they had to put forth against the Pelicans because there's no way in the world anybody thought that series was going six.
3: No, Devin Booker thought he could sit out the whole series and and watch them coast, and that was not the case. He definitely was and, not looking, happy. And looking on the back bench. on it now,
4: the Suns are pretty fortunate that Chris Paul had an out of body experience and went fourteen for fourteen in Game Six, or there would have been a Game Seven.
2: Yeah. Does anybody talking about what anybody thinks? Does anyone think the Dallas Mavericks have a chance in this series? Cause Absolutely, because the, the odds makers are making it very unfriendly for the Dallas Mavericks.
4: They got the best player on the floor, man.
2: Is yeah. he the best player remaining in the playoffs? You,
3: yeah, you can't count that out. I
4: think Giannis is the best player in the NBA. No, remaining That's just, in the playoffs. No, 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 I know. Okay. I think, to me personally, Giannis is the best player in the NBA. He's, he's not there anymore. Luke, I mean, Luca. as much as I hate this, but he's unstoppable. He is unstoppable. You just got to hope he misses because he can do everything Else, And he makes it look so easy.
2: Or you hope that everyone else misses because, again, you saw them start well, to come alive. Well, they made 23s also. Well, right, but you saw them start to come alive when they got contributions from Spencer Dinwiddie. Correct. He put up 30 and Jalen Brunson. Dorian
4: Finney-Smith had an 8-3 game. Maxi
2: Kleba had a huge game from three. I forget which game it was, but he had six or seven threes in that one. But if those three guys are not showing up, then you let Luka score 40-45 and you got to let others pay. Is that the way, Aaron... The recipe for Dallas to overcome a, a tough Golden State team, or is there more to it?
3: I mean, yeah, you have to make them one-dimensional in some way.
4: But that's what they did. That's what Phoenix did in games one and two. They let Luca go. Right. When they started to get contributions from everybody yeah, else, that's my
2: point. Yeah. I, don't, I. What about Golden State in this man, whole situation? I can't pull.
4: Po- I mean, look.
3: Well, if you put all your attention on Luca, then other people are going to be open to right. Yeah. I mean,
4: who'd ever thought? But there's no—I mean, I can't pull for Dallas. No Who way. Are you pulling for nobody. Boston, not anybody in the West.
3: Yeah. What do we Boston. think about Golden State?
4: I don't have a problem with Golden. I mean, I got a problem with Draymond. That's just me. I think he just talks too much because he's a—he's a good player. How about that beating but, that
2: they took the other night, though?
4: I, I is it
2: weird that people are, he, that that team is so likable for a team that's won a bunch are, in the last? They week. are.
4: I mean, again, I don't have a problem with them. I really that's the don't.
2: Thing, you usually have a problem with teams that win it so much. Correct. Like, I think I'm a so lot sick of it this team
3: has to do with Clay Thompson and his good point. Yeah, you know, the, the way he was able to come back and everybody was kind of rooting for that and, story. And
4: think about Jordan Poole. He's last year, expert. right? We the we played Golden State twice in the last week. If I'm not mistaken, this is last season mm-hmm. and we were obviously, we didn't travel last year. So one of those games in Golden State, I think we had a, we had a back to back or a, we played two games in Golden State on the same trip and Jordan Poole, who was just fresh off the G league, scored 37 points against the Pelicans at the end of last year. And we're like, who in mm-hmm. the world is Jordan Poole? And now look at him. He, he isn't
2: integral A part new of that team of the Splash Brothers and it's only fitting that he has pool in his last name but um bum I'm here all day folks <laughs> play Thompson Steph Curry Jordan Poole I mean these are going to be fun all both sides I think are going to be very interesting to I, see.
4: you're looking at six seven game series again yeah. there's just yeah. there's no clear-cut advantage other than again Luca I think even the best player in that series and probably the best player left in the playoffs right now
3: Marcus smart isn't healthy either
4: no he's not
3: and you talk about the defense, correct? You know, defensive Boston, player of the year. Right. I mean, Jose right. Alvarado,
4: you're on, you're on notice, man. Does I know Jose you...
2: have to dye his hair like Marcus Smart did? <laughs> what
3: Marcus... color would he go with though? Red. Like, you know, yeah, he's got to
4: go red.
2: Oh man, he and Marcus Smart would be like crisp red when tips. When they're yeah.
4: playing the red another. frosted tips for Jose. I
3: okay, guess we'll float that idea out there. I guess and see what happens. <laughs> Only when
2: He'll Boston do it. plays New Orleans. He'll Jose's be green a team guy. He's Christmas all about day team. matchup. Celtics Pelicans Jose Alvarado and Red Hair By the Salmon. way I already
4: told my wife I already told her I said I would so? not expect me to be home for Christmas this year Really Yeah
2: Where do you think we go <sighs> Phoenix What's the
4: furthest <laughs> place <laughs> No you know what it's that's they they'd set it up for a mini rivalry type oh, yeah. of situation Lakers? but I already I already told her I said we are going to be playing on Christmas this year. There's no there's not a doubt in my mind.
2: I'd expect the national television games to go up. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Just a smidge. If number 1 is ready to roll, which I think he will be. But here we go. Todd, radio voice of the Pelicans. You can follow him on Twitter at NTgraph. Thank you very much, my friend. And
4: Great to see you too.
2: Enjoy the golf game. Ping
4: pong balls baby.
2: Ping pong balls Let's in do the this. NBA draft lottery tonight. When we come back, we'll check in with the intern Jordan Kleber as we'll see how he is doing as a new graduate and now a member of the real world. Aaron and I will check in with him next on ESPN New Orleans 100.3 FM.
1: It's the Memorial Day sales event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue and Homa, here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow.
0: CSX Transportation is an industry leader on the move. The railroad company has immediate openings for freight train conductors. Join the CSX team and start your paid-on-the-job training today, earning nearly $25 per hour with no degree required. If you're safety-focused with a passion for great service, you've got what it takes to move your career forward at CSX. Apply at csx.com slash careers. That's csx.com slash careers. CSX is an equal opportunity employer. Adventure,
1: intrigue, mystery, romance. It's a storm of entertainment that brings down the house.
0: Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com.
2: Daniel Stallerson, Aaron Summers filling in for Gus Kattengill on this Tuesday. Don't worry, Gus will be back tomorrow. But I feel like this has been a fun show so far. Big thanks to Todd Graffini for stepping in. We'll get some more Pelicans perspective from Jim Offer at Pelicans.com in our 1 o'clock hour. Not a lot of guests for today, but we want to leave it up to you if you want to call in, 800-998-1003. Again, 800-998-1003. Poll questions are out, out at ESPN Radio NOLA. Who do you got tonight, Miami or Boston in game number one? What do you expect tonight from the NBA Draft Lottery? And I'm posting a third one. Is this the most optimistic you've been about both teams at the same time? For some help on that, let's bring in the intern, Jordan Kleber, fresh out of graduating over the weekend. Jordan, how are you, my friend?
5: I'm doing well, you guys. How about you? It's kind of weird uh, not having to do any schoolwork. So, uh yeah, hopefully it's just going really well. And um you for having me come come on.
2: How good do you feel right now knowing that there is no schoolwork ahead of you right now? Like, you're just I, done with it all.
5: I, I, I feel good, but it's a little bit scary at the same time. Not going to lie.
2: Okay, well, I think, uh, would you like some life advice from Erin Summers as we approach the real world here?
5: Yes, yeah, let's hear it. Because, you know, she has been interviewing, you know, big-time people as of late.
2: Yeah, like Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, No big deal.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I, well, my main question is, what are you going to
5: do with your life now? Wow that's that's Aaron. That's a loaded question. I mean,
2: you didn't I, think we're going to get this heavy I, here <laughs> on the sports hangover? No,
5: I did not. I, I mean, I think I'm still trying to figure that one out myself. I think I've been thinking about it before graduation, but now everything's happening. Um, just you know, taking it slow. Try not to rush into anything. Uh, Keeping all my options available and just looking at what's the best opportunity for me. So that's that's kind of where I'm at right now.
3: Did you get turned off from sports by working with Gus?
5: No, I did not get turned off. Did you get turned off
2: by radio working for Gus? No,
5: actually, I enjoy. I actually enjoy radio more than I did before.
2: So you're saying Gus is actually a decent guy?
3: Interesting. (laughs) Yeah.
5: He's a decent
2: okay. guy, you know. You know he's not know. here in the room right now, so if you want to change your answer, you can.
5: Oh, no. no, no, no. Okay. Did Are day you day gunning to, uh, for Guff's
2: job, and that's why you're being so nice to him? No, I am not.
5: I mean, I think it would be the opposite, right, if I was gunning for Guff's job?
2: That's true. You'd be bashing him right now.
5: Yeah.
2: Just send me a text, Jordan, and give me your real answer, okay? Yeah.
5: No, yeah. I'll make sure to send you an email that says this is not disclosed to the public.
2: Jordan, I'm going to put you on the spot here. For those listening that are looking to hire someone fresh out of college. Uh oh. Why should they hire Jordan Kleber?
5: Oh man, I was not looking for a job interview right now. Um, We're
3: trying to prep you for the real world, okay?
2: (laughs) Would you want to save this? How about this? How about this, Jordan? We'll save it for 145. I'm going to give you a full hour to think about this and come back to me at 145. Does that work?
5: Sounds like it. That sounds like a deal.
2: Alright, we'll talk about these poll questions. I mentioned them already. If you want to respond to them, what do you think? One, who do you got tonight? Boston and Miami. And then maybe, what do you think about the, the poll question I brought up as far as a, another one? Is this the most optimistic you felt about the Saints and the Pelicans at the same time? Is that, and do you feel like that is the case right now, Jordan?
5: Yeah, I think I do feel like that's the case. I feel like the last time that you could really say that was the, uh, you know, when you had Chris Paul on the Hornets and you know, the Saints were, you know, you know that Super Bowl run, I think that was kind of the last time that it not really felt like this. And I can't really remember. There wasn't really social media the way it is right now. So I couldn't really gauge what the, gen- like the public was thinking about both teams at the same time. But I had to go back to a certain moment where it felt like this. I would guess it would have to be, you know, during that Chris Paul era when the Saints were also, you know, in contention for, you know, a Super Bowl and. You know, big playoff
2: run. All right, let's put your crystal ball on. What what do you expect tonight in the NBA draft lottery? Do the ping pong balls go the Pelicans' way? Is it the eighth pick? Is it top four? Is it number one?
5: I actually have Tankathon open on my computer right now, so I'm going to do this live on the air. I'm pressing Sim Lottery, and the Pelicans moved up to the the, the, the number three-third selection. Uh, moved up five spots, Sacramento, OKC, and the Pelicans at the third pick. So I, I'm going to go with that. That's, I just did that live, first time doing it. I'm going to go. They're going to move up five spots.
2: Okay. Do not do that again now. So you have to keep that tankathon fresh on your page the rest of the day. Do not try to go for number one. You do it once and you leave it at that just to keep the faith. Okay. So I'll let you know.
5: No, so I'm, keep, I'm keeping it. That's why I waited until you had me on right that's now smart. to actually put, press the sim lottery so i can make sure let you know that i haven't done it already
2: that's forward thinking that's creative thinking which is a good sign in the job field jordan right aaron
5: yeah no
3: that's oh, good absolutely. that's definitely something you should put down as a, a positive yeah wait you it, can wait
2: until you went live to use tankathon put that on the resume
5: i will make sure to do that that will go under my achievement section
2: do you need aaron to sign your resume as kind of someone that you know famous that Kind of can give you a glowing recommendation. Would an autograph Aaron Summer's resume really boost it? I think it will.
5: Oh, absolutely! I might also, you know, put down her number as a recommendation. Okay. I,
3: I'll allow that. I think I think that's okay.
2: I think maybe this is a new kind of business for you, Aaron. Is you sign resumes and kind of they're like the new that's like a new the way seal endorsements. Of yeah, instead of references, it's like, like I, don't need re- I don't need a reference. I just have my signature right here. I approve. I approve this person.
3: Right. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm down.
2: Okay.
3: You guys can just start coming by the office. I'll sign, you know, what are they, CVLs? Is that what we call them? Yeah, sure.
2: $10 a pop. Aaron making a little extra money here in the off season. And yeah.
3: 10 might be a little much for what I'm worth, but.
2: I'm No. <laughs> and number one, they getting a job is going to be worth way more than $10. Sure. So, um, Jordan, game one tonight. Celtics, Heat, who do you got?
5: I think Boston easily, I think Boston puts game one away easily. This is really easily. Miami's first, yeah, I think this is Miami's first big test in the playoffs so far. Yeah, they had to go against the 76ers in the last round, and then they also had to go up against the, um, who was it? The Atlanta Hawks. So I feel like they put, the Heat put away those series pretty easily. I don't think those were the, you know, the toughest opponents over, um, In the Eastern Conference, I think this would be Miami's biggest test tonight as they face Boston. And I think it's going to be an ugly one tonight for them.
2: Even on the road. I mean, Boston's on the road for these first two.
5: Even on the road, I think Boston's Mm. going to take one of of
2: two. Do you think they take the series?
5: Oh, yeah, I think Boston's going to win the
2: series. Are you on the Todd Graff-Nini train of them winning at all?
5: I am not. I feel like the Warriors are going to go full warrior mode and just absolutely get hot and just take it away from everybody.
2: Okay. Sounds good. Also, before I let you go, you know, we've been seeing Pat Beverly on TV kind of go off. Is that maybe something you're interested in doing as your kind of first job? Just getting on a TV station, and just running wild with your comments. What do you think that might be for a job? Well, I mean, opportunity I'm, not for a, you? I'm
5: not a former, I'm not a, you know, a former or current professional athlete, so I don't think, uh, um, my take would hold that much merit as Patrick Beverly calling Chris Paul basically a practice tone. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, hey, if I can make millions of dollars just doing that, I'd be more than happy to uh, sign up for the job.
2: You can be a hot take artist. Yeah, that's what half the positions are. I mean, yeah. I didn't play professional basketball. I do, you, looked do you like I a played a lot of sport. hot takes, though? Not employed by a team, no. Yeah. But if I didn't, watch out. <laughs> 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 Look out, Hot Take Machine Daniel will be flying through here. Um, no, I'm Have you been saving them up? For years, 10 years of writing down hot takes. They might be a little outdated yeah. when I let, let them loose, but at the same time, you You have a know.
5: notebook full of hot takes?
2: Yeah.
3: we got to find it, Jordan.
2: It's like in uh, Mean Girls, the bash book. Got a mm. bash book of hot takes. I don't think I've ever seen Mean Girls.
3: Wow. Um,
2: Alright, you have- no- Alright,
3: well you're, you're definitely not gonna make it in the real world, so that's your first assignment. Yikes.
2: They didn't teach that in- you didn't have like a cin- cinema class and you watch Mean Girls?
5: No, I, I guess I'm gonna watch it right now if that's my first assignment.
2: Real it world. It is. Assignment. So okay, so you start Mean Girls from now until 145. we we'll check in with you about how it is, and then at 145, you give your best pitch as far as why someone should hire Jordan Cleaver. You got that?
5: Will do. I mean, I'm not going to say it's going to be probably the most professional, but I'm going to try my best. That's what I can guarantee.
2: I'm giving you 45 minutes, Jordan. 45 minutes. Your time starts now. Thank you, Jordan. We'll talk to you next hour. Bye. All right. Talk to you guys later. All right. That's Jordan Clebear here looking for employment. And uh, certainly a big part of this show. We appreciate Jordan and his time. One full hour in the books here from the Oxford Sports Performance Center. Aaron Summers and I are taking over the sports hangover today in place of Gus Cattengale. Gus will be back. But we have NBA draft lottery talk. Aaron's going to fill us in this next hour on rookie minicamp for the Saints. Also the golf tournament yesterday. Aaron got to see a lot of very good golf and a lot of very bad golf. We'll talk about that later on. And again, at 215, Gary Smith. We'll talk about the two lane Green Wave as they made a coaching change on the baseball side. But the man of the hour for 1 o'clock will be Jim Eichenhofer, and he'll join us in studio next. You're listening to the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans 100.3 FM.
0: Welcome to Allstate, where you can save just by being you. DriveWise and the Allstate mobile
5: app gives you personalized driving feedback, and by adding it to your policy, you can save for driving safe.